Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Good morning. Afternoon or evening, depending on when you're listening. We're live from the city market once again. Two douchebags, one microphone. I am Mark. And I'm Christopher. So, we're going to lead right into uh, last night's game, uh, the Monday night game. Today is Tuesday. We're... uh, we're recording this. Yep, Tuesday, November 1st. It yep. is actually my sister's birthday today. Happy birthday to Christopher's sister. Her name's Jennifer. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Yeah. You know, it's about the time I started going by Christopher instead of Chris. She started going by Jennifer instead of Jenny. So Sounds reasonable. I, I still mess up and call her Jenny, and she still messes up and calls me Chris. So <laughs> It's okay. She's family. Yeah, that's right. You can do that. Yep. The family is supposed to torture each other like that, so you know. To some degree, yes. Yes, yes. So, so um, on the way down here, Christopher um, mentioned the template has just been uh, laid out to shut down Joey Burrow. Yes, Cleveland showed all of us exactly how you do that. They were swarming like a pack of angry bees. Yes. And Joey B didn't know where the fuck to go. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he threw some bad interceptions. Yes, he did. And some very close inter- interceptions last I night. I think this is what the Chiefs tried to do last year, but just didn't quite have didn't the have personnel the, to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. This year is a little bit different with uh, uh, Bolton being that much better and yep. being just a stud. Willie Gay was a stud and still is. Yep. Frank Clark's showing up for games now. Yep. Um, and, and Chris Jones is on a mission. He's mm-hmm. just been a madman. I think Derek Noddy's playing well this year, He's too. playing very well. So I'm thinking maybe this year I could be completely wrong on this like I am a lot of things. <laughs> I think you're going to see a completely lopsided victory this year. I would hope so. Um, there comes a point where if your team is championship caliber – and you want to be seriously taken into consideration for getting to the Super Bowl and making a good show of it, you got to be able to dominate teams yes. all the time. Well, like they you know, did no against the Niners. No out of victory kind of thing. They dominated the Niners, and they need to keep Certainly doing did. that. <laughs> uh, they need to keep doing that with their swarming like they yeah. did. And this is uh, Spagnolo, and this is how Spagnolo beat the great Tom... Uh, Bar Brady. Bar Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new name. He's Tom Bar Brady. Yeah. And the people that know that reference know that reference, and the people that don't, look it up. <laughs> yeah. That's if you care enough. You yes. Know, some people will just be like, okay, whatever. That's this, his name. Right. This is just another crappy podcast, so you guys decide how much effort it's worth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if you're sitting there with your thumb in your ass, then maybe you look it up. But if not, if you have actually something really on your plate, and maybe not use that ass thumb on the keyboard, you know, to look it up. No, no, no. Um, carry you some hand sanitizer. That way you don't have to actually get up. Some pumpkin spice yeah, hand yeah. sanitizer. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's Which later. we will go into a yes. little bit later. We have some pumpkin spice ideas yes. uh, that we think would go over really well. Yeah. We submitted them to different um, outlets for consideration. Yeah. And then and closer to Christmas, we'll get into the uh, peppermint-flavored things. Yes. Yes. 
So all we want is two douchebags and microphone. That's it on there. That's all. Yeah. No royalties, nothing. No. Yeah, so no. we'll see if it works. No sponsors holding our balls in a plastic jar somewhere. No, no, no. That's that's why us, uh, we, we don't have sponsors. They're knocking yeah. the door down as we speak. Yeah. But we're like, no, we don't want to be a corporate slave. Yeah, no, yeah. No, all no. these multi-billion dollar corporations just can't wait oh, to yeah. associate First their name one, with Chevron. us. Chevron, Chevron, <laughs> Chevron keeps calling us up wanting yeah. us to endorse them. We need to play them against BP. They yeah, don't like each we other. We do, we do. They don't like each other. Yeah, they wanted their yeah. platforms to be the two douchebags and a microphone platform out yeah. on the ocean. Mm -hmm. They wanted to have like a big picture of us. Yeah, they started the naming their drilling platforms after us. Yeah, allegedly. Lure. Allegedly. Yes. Yeah, but we said no, no. Yeah. We don't want your millions of dollars. No, no. <laughs> Just makes life complicated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, something that impressed me about uh, the game last night. Oh, was, that's right. We were talking about the game last night. See how we get off topic. I guess we were. Really. <laughs> I love it when we. This do is that. why Chevron loves us. Yes. This is why they want to sponsor us. Thought dissociation. Yeah. yeah. They think it's great. We set the template for for a society that can't keep count after three. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. So. Something I thought was impressive about Cleveland's performance last night is they had quite a few injuries on both offense and defense, and they still scored like crazy on, on uh, um, Cincinnati, especially late in the game. Well, I like the way and it was also, done. They, they got that pass rush. They were missing. They had three linebackers who were out, and I think two corners that were mm -hmm. out, and they still got that monster pass rush. It looked to me since it, they really started scoring and figuring it out in the third quarter, midway through the third quarter. Yeah. And the reason that is is because they studied them. Mm -hmm. They low, they laid low in the brush, and they're like, "All right, we're keeping it close. This is what we need to do. Keep it close." Yeah. Then when they started figuring it out, they didn't just kind of do it. They jumped in there and just started throwing punches. They found the opening and they just poured in like yeah. a horde. Yeah, yeah. Instead it's like of, a dam breaking and then yeah. the water just, a yeah. dam breaching and then next thing you know, everything's flooded. I mean, you can go tentative, you can like probe and dry it, or you can see the crack and you can just go for it. And they, yeah. they went for it big time and it worked great. And let's face it, uh, um, Cincinnati was out coached. By Very far. much so. Yeah, they would By show far. Cincinnati's coach on the sideline, and he, he just had his head down. He had a concerned look on his face. And all, meanwhile, on Cleveland sideline, they were all jumping around and laughing and smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're all time. like, we're getting them. I mean, and there's also something to be said for owning a team. Yeah. Us here in Kansas City, we know this from a lot of Western Division opponents. Mm -hmm. We've owned them for years. Yep. And it's got to be quite frustrating and get in your head. Yeah. Whether it's valid, probably not valid because every game's different. Everybody's different. Everybody reacts different. Sometimes people have great games. Sometimes people have stuff on their mind. So, every but you know that, that mental perception of being owned by another team, it has the effect. It does. I mean, if it you gets think in it, their psyche. If you think it, it's real. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said for thinking things into existence. We do. Yeah. We do. We do every day of our lives. The word can't. Uh, the yes. word can't. We tell ourselves we can't when really we don't want to. Bingo. Yeah. The word can't is just a lazy way of saying I don't want to put any effort into that at all. Yeah. And because the word can't should not be in anything. Yeah, there's very few things that cannot be done. Uh, you know, relatively speaking, yeah. I yeah. mean, not always. I mean, you know. So, you know. Um, it's especially good when people say, well, you can't do that. 
uh, you mean I shouldn't do that? Obviously, I can. Yeah, maybe you need I to just re- did. <laughs> you need to reword that and say. I don't think you know what can't means. You're uh, not comfortable with me going that far out because you are uncomfortable because you don't want to take the effort yourself. Mm. So the first thing you say is you throw up shade and go, I can't. You can't do that. Yeah, it's it comes back to the old. There's something about you I don't like about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most. Most of the times when you have a severe critic like that, yeah. when you have someone shaking their fist constantly at you, yeah. and it doesn't matter how you react to them, it is a mirror of themselves and they don't like it. Yep, yep, so, yep. And they hate you because like the, you're making does, them look uh, at themselves. Thou does protest a little too much. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just like the toe tapping. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It's just yeah. reaching for the toilet paper, I'm sure. That's it. And, you know, we had a big problem with uh, homosexuals. <laughs> Huge problem. That but was Quentin Lucas, right? Or <laughs> No, wait, it was somebody else. Sorry. <laughs> that was allegedly. Christopher's having a little fun fun. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, it wasn't his secretary either, mm. allegedly. Yeah. 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 So... The secretary, let's see, that was that was the one Ted Kennedy left to drown in the Chappaquiddick River. Yes. That was the secretary. He was too tired. God bless him, the poor guy. Mm, poor guy. He'd swum to short and, you know, couldn't blame him for letting his inconvenient mistress drown while yeah, he went yeah, home and saved yeah, the, his political career. The one career. that was knocked up by him? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, no, he couldn't do that allegedly, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he was too tired and the poor Kennedy, I mean, I feel so bad for him. Yeah. You know there are Kennedy lovers out there who know exactly what he did and think it was justified just because they worship the Kennedy name so hard. Yes. That's And, to be fair, there are people on the opposite end of the spectrum that worship the Reagan name or the Bush name. Yes, there is. Yeah, and you still hear that even though I have so much proof that the guy wasn't that good. Because of our continual efforts to be funny... Our newest segment, Odd Insults from an Alien. This is a real knee slapper. <laughs> Nay, the chocolate chips in your cookies always be raisins. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than... Listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Um, another thing I meant I noticed about the game, you had mentioned that uh, now Kareem Hunt is upset about how he's not being used enough and wants to get a trade. Um, the announcers last night were making a point to say Kareem Hunt is getting a lot more carriers carries than he usually does. And I'm wondering, did the Browns put him out there to show what he can do? No, to show so what they he can't tra- do. Oh, maybe they were showing, you know, maybe they were trying to show other teams, look, you know, want to trade for this guy? He wants out. No, there's that. But also, there's that, okay, okay, kid. You know what? We know we've watched you all year, mm-hmm. and you're just not having it this year. 
so we gave you less carries. Chubb is doing great. He is. He is the main guy. When you were hired here, you knew that. You knew you were going to be the ancillary guy behind him. You were on probation with everybody in the NFL, dude. Yeah, he's so, he's not got a clean pass. The the, uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl champions later that year let you go yep. because of that. Yeah. The superstar Patrick Mahomes and, and company let you go. They didn't want him on the team because of the kind of guy he was. When they could have really used him. Yeah, true. But uh, um, Williams ended up being a stud in the Super Bowl. Yeah, anyhow, yeah so. that was pretty awesome. Yeah. But anyhow, the thing is, is this right here. You know, he lives in a glass house and he's throwing rocks. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, one, showing people that he still has something left in the tank, and two, showing people why he's not ahead of Nick Chubb. Yeah. Yeah, this is why you're not the starter. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that uh, he was kind of like, you know what, I'll give him some more carries. And let and him that, show himself why he's not the kid. If you starter, notice, it yeah. was only in specific areas. It wasn't in crucial. That's true. No, it was like, here, go get three yards, okay? Yeah. And then we'll do a pass play or something and try to make up the rest. And but, then they started putting Hunt in as uh, as a tight end or blocking back when Chubb was going to get the ball. Yes. And so he was in there a lot. What what uh, Hunt was really saying is, is, I want to be the guy carrying the ball, not blocking. Yeah, it, it's a lot reminiscent of Tyreek Hill. Mm, true. And like he needs anger, and he needs a focus of someone done him wrong. Yeah, likes to feel like he's got something to prove, chip on the shoulder, play yeah, angry. Yeah. Because Tyreek Hill did that to Kansas City. Yeah. You know, he come back and he said, "Look, if you guys don't give me my demands, I, I request a trade." And then, like, ten minutes later, the Chiefs said, okay, we're trading you to the Dolphins. <laughs> he's asked for it. And now he's upset that we're not devastated then to lose him. Then he said, him. we yeah. threw him away. Uh-huh. So we're, we're just talking like, you know, it's no different than, let's say, we're all younger and you had a girlfriend and she yeah. came up to you and said, you know what, this isn't working out. And then the first time you're like, well, oh, you know what, but come on, man, we're doing good, man. We just had a good <laughs> yeah. we just had a good movie and good dinner, and we get along really well. We like each other's families. Come on, let's just hang it out a little bit. So then next day it's like, eh, I think we need to break up. And then finally you go, okay. And then she comes back and goes, he just threw me away. Mm. It, it, it's it, it's uh, it doesn't make sense at all. One of my brothers had a girlfriend like that. She she wasn't satisfied in the relationship unless they had some crisis or problem to overcome. If things were going smooth and going good, she would create a problem oh so they could God. work together <laughs> to solve it. And, oh, this will strengthen us and bring us together. And My brother's like, but we're doing fine. You're pushing us apart and then wanting to bring us back together. Yeah. They finally split up. They're, emotion, he was, he was they're emotional midgets that cannot handle a regular relationship mm. with everything going well. I could mention names right now, mm. but I'm not going to. Who cares? You know, They're all in the past, and I'm doing very well and very happy where I'm at. And I, I learned later that his, this ex-girlfriend uh, chose a career as a social worker. <laughs> Which makes sense because if that's what she wants is to find broken and damaged people and yeah, work together you know, to heal I, them. I, I gotta like, give her props. There's a big supply. She found an outlet for yeah. her frustration in yeah. life, her uh, problems, yeah. her creating problems. Yeah. She can go somewhere else and figure out their problems and maybe yeah. hopefully lead uh, a regular life. Yeah, maybe maybe so, she was able to have a, a, a more standard relationship with a with a person now that she could focus her savior energy. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. She wanted to be everyone's personal Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, was that Depeche Mode? Mm. Own personal Jesus? Yep. 
I saw a little clip the other day of Sammy Hagar and Neil Sean doing that song. Really? Yeah. Sammy was on an acoustic and Neil Sean was playing his, uh, I think his signature guitar from PRS. I don't really like the song all that well. That you know, I enjoyed listening to Neil solo over the chord changes, but I don't know. I was never really a big Depeche Mode fan. No, me neither. Not like a lot of my friends were. Yeah. Um, I thought REM was decent. Yeah, they were. Um, U2 they was some decent. Interesting, yeah. I mean, U2 had some decent songs, but the whole image and, and political activity part of it, um, I my feeling was just shut up and play your music. Yeah, just, I agree. Just because you're a good musician doesn't mean you know how to solve the world's problems. You get an audience of 10, 12... 15,000 people screaming your name and you think you get to tell them what to do and how to vote and how to be. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Bono. <laughs> you know, for a guy that isn't even from here, he sure was obsessed with us. Sam Donaldson, too. He was a Canadian. Yes. He was a news, news, yeah, newscaster who was just hammering gun control in the U.S. He was an ABC darling. They mm. loved the guy. They put him on everything. And, you know, I thought for... An American who's a citizen of this country and has a stake in the game, okay, I can take that. But not a Canadian. But from, from somebody from a foreign land coming over and trying to tell us how we should change our constitution, fuck that. I've got a better, well, not a better example, but another really good example, Roger Waters. Mm. That fuck, that piece of fucking work, <laughs> I can't stand him. I love his music. His music is brilliant. He is such an opinionated guy. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's, he's very in love really with himself. Me. He's very in love with himself. Here's what bothered me is this right here. Now, you know, like I said, I'm not really picking a side on anything because I see the evils in both sides. Oh, absolutely. But when you show images of our president with huge black dildos on your face <laughs> and in your orifices so childish. And, and, smile pe- and small penises and that is bullshit and people here were cheering that. I don't yep. care if you like the guy or not. Some fuck from England doesn't get to come over and do that. They should have. They should have taken his passport and fucking torn it up. You don't do that. Well, that is so disrespectful. It is, and well, look, it, it also even an says, American do it, doing it is questionable. But we all have a right to protest. Right. But he doesn't. Go ahead. Well, it also shows that he has nothing intelligent or reasonable to say if all he's got left in his arsenal is Man, insults and that is one of the best damaging cartoons. That is one of the best. Um, analysis. Uh, analysis that I've heard of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. He doesn't have anything intelligent like, left to say. You're you're a booby fathead. Uh huh. Yeah, you might as well said that. Yeah, 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 because I said so. Yeah. 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 So imagine a presidential debate where they all just started shouting uh, playground insults at each other. You'd That's be what like, Roger you'd, Waters you is doing. Walk, yeah, you would walk out and say, "I'm not voting for either one of those mm-hmm. fucking jokers. I want no part of it." I think I think this is what Roger Waters is doing. He knows he can't change anything. He can't solve the problem. He doesn't even know how to solve the problem, but he knows how to make money off the problem. Bingo. He comes over here and he does a show. He knows his audience. He too. knows his audience wants to see that and will pay whatever his enormous ticket prices were to see that. So he is selling hate to these people, feeding their anger and their outrage, and then he leaves with their money. 
Yeah. He's it's, complete capitalism. You just made me think of this, too. You just sparked this. Okay, grunge was the young teenage angst. Mm-hmm. Roger Waters is the old man angst. Yeah. He's 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 the old guy in, in uh, plaid shorts and black socks, yeah. sitting yeah. on his door yelling Bitching at about you how damn bad kids everything that is. won't pull your pants up. Yeah, when, <laughs> when he's getting ready to go into his fucking Bentley uh, down and buy his uh, $30 cup of coffee mm-hmm. and, and go to a luxury retreat in St. Martin. But everything's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, fuck now, that guy. Remember, Roger Waters is the guy that David Gilmour had to play his bass parts on, on the Pink Floyd yes. albums. <laughs> At the very least, he had to double Roger's bass parts, or the, otherwise they would suck. Uh, Roger would never change his strings. He wouldn't maintain his bass. It sounded like a piece of crap. Um, if, if you listen to the song One of These Days by Pink Floyd... Uh, the main hook of the song is two bass guitars playing the rhythm. One of them is Dave Gilmore, and it's a guitar with new strings. It sounds really good, and it's awesome. But in the other speakers, Roger Waters and his bass. He's sloppy. His strings are dead. Oh, here comes the truck. Hang on a second. So it's a big big truck for uh, cocaine cola. Remember when Coca-Cola denied for decades that they ever had cocaine in their product? And then they found an old bottle and tested it. Yeah, it was full of cocaine. <laughs> Lying sacks of shit. <laughs> so yeah, Roger Waters quickly was unable to keep up in Pink Floyd. And Dave Gilmore not only wrote a lot of the bass lines, but played them. And then would teach Roger Waters a simplified version of them so they could go out and play live. So Roger Waters is... Uh, good at writing songs, not so great at singing or playing the songs, and now he's just a little ball of hate. Or at least he's giving that impression so he can make money off of the people who are also little balls of hate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he, he, uh, so maybe he's a little bit more intelligent than I thought. Yeah, well, at least he's, real, he's learned how to make money off of it. Well, and I also think that he has a lot of mental issues anyhow. He does. And I think that does play into it, and I think some of it's self-admitted and some of it isn't. Yeah. Well, the guys in Pink Floyd admittedly did a lot of hallucinogens. And... uh, Nothing like Sid Barrett, though. No, my God, that poor guy. He rewired his brain in a really bad way. Yeah. Um, A lot of the hallucinogens... Uh, the natural ones. Uh, they have their risks, but not so bad. The man-made hallucinogens, those can rewire your brain. Those, those do lasting, make lasting changes on your brain. Well, like the LSDs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, people like Santana, he'll, he'll never touch the uh, man-made drugs. But the natural ones, like weed, uh, mushrooms, peyote, uh, those kind of things, you know, he's fine with. Uh, in fact, that iconic Woodstock performance where he's playing at Woodstock on that SG guitar and he's soloing and you know going wild. He said he did. He thought they were going on much later in the day, so he just loaded up on some uh, 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 hallucinogens. Uh-huh. And when he was out there playing, he said the neck of his guitar looked to him like a writhing snake. Jesus, guys, what the hell? Yeah, it's this Italian market behind here. They are the most consistent noisemakers. Yeah, guys are. out there scraping chairs the around. up their ass. No kidding. Yeah, he sees the microphone over here, and he just decides to be a dick I, about I it. I get to those young kids. I show them. <laughs> 
So, yeah, he when he was out there playing, he said the neck of his guitar seemed like a writhing snake to him, and he mm-hmm. was just trying to keep up. And he wound up playing really well, but, but he was tripping his balls off that whole time. <laughs> so, okay, so are we done with the NFL analysis, or do we have anything else? I think so. I think Kareem Hunt was my last point I was trying okay. to make there. I still have a Kareem Hunt Chiefs jersey. <laughs> but yeah. now, I pret- now I pretend it's Lamar Hunt. There you so. go. <laughs> I heard his name was 20, uh, 27 in college. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Lamar. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> you know, we we're talking about how people need anger and to cast shade and to have a bad guy and all mm. that. Well, here's something I've noticed, and this is the most recent one, and I want to go into this a little bit. And it's like um, passive aggressive. You don't know what you're talking about on the internet without actually oh, yes. being confronted. Yes. It's very irritating, and I've had it happen to me by a couple of particular people. And I'll go into it here a little bit here. Yeah, like on the surface it seems like they're being nice, but then you think, wait a minute, how come this makes me uncomfortable? <laughs> well, and I've had my own thoughts on it too, and I know you do too. We kind of spoke about it a little bit on the way down here. So, you know, sure. why do people have to counter any statement that is obviously your opinion? I know. You know, it's, it's so weird. Yeah, obviously, you know, example, the other day I posted a check-in at KCI about uh, the line being backed up for hours. This was from three years ago. And, I, mean, yeah, and I, I, was wa- I was waiting to go to work. Mm-hmm. I was attempting to get on a flight early in the morning. Probably, this is probably about 5 a.m. was ap- absolutely no reason for the backup. Nobody was there except this one flight. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I said something like I'm not going to miss this pit. I was referring to my old job. I wasn't referring to KCI mm-hmm. and all the bullshit I used to have to go through just to get to the job site. Usually it involved at least a three-hour flight soon after, you know, a, a, what, staying in a hotel. Yeah, yeah, and all that. And I was referring to that. And people, if they would have looked up and read the original post, they would have got the gist of what I was saying. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I do that, I, I one of my friends, uh, well, I mean, she's I don't know her really well, and yeah, I might end up just deleting her because of stuff like this. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I've never had a problem there. Yeah. So, okay, good for you. <laughs> Yay! Let's have a uh, um, let's call her Miss X Day. Oh yes. Let's have a Miss X Day because she's never had a problem at that airport. Mm. Never, ever, ever, nothing. Wow. Never had a problem. What a charmed life. Yeah, everything's just fucking sunflowers and daisies. And she just <laughs> yeah. goes there. She goes there five minutes before, and they go, oh, excuse me, Miss X, come on in. Yes. Here, here's your plane seat. It's already warmed. We had somebody sitting there for ten minutes. Uh, would you like some perfume? How about a How about an ice, uh, an iced or a hot Starbucks? And a foot massage. Yeah, and a foot and massage. Uh, yeah. So to me, that is. Bullshit. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. If people that are so eager to naysay what your opinion is that they will make up a totally unrealistic experience. Example, yeah, I've yeah. never had a problem there. <laughs> Fuck you, you dumbass. You know what I have a problem with? Stupid fuckers that mouth off. Yeah. That's what I have a problem with. So you're probably going to get deleted. I hope you hear this first. So eat my ass, fucking Miss Rosie. So, okay. The other thing is this right here. Um, I have another person on my friends list who I'm getting ready to ask to. This is an older woman, and she's kind of a crass old bitch. But um, crankshaft. Yeah, old, old crankshaft. <laughs> Call her fucking crankshaft. 
So um, this was back during COVID, yeah. big and heavy when we're running out of toilet paper and stuff. Yeah, we're all hunkering down. Yeah, we go into Sam's Club, as in me and my mom, we're going into Sam's Club to try to stock up on some supplies because people are just getting insane with this yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So um, we're in there, and then we were advised when we walked in there is no toilet paper, and I'm like, eh, um, okay, good. And she goes, well, at least, uh, at least you didn't come during the fight the other day. And the, the employee elaborated on this huge fucking tussle that went on over toilet paper. Oh my God. And there were arrests made, and there was like fucking blood and fucking punches thrown and screaming and spitting and vomiting and all this stuff. You're like, such babies. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. So I put down, you know, on, on Facebook, kind of as tongue in cheek, I go, hey, you know, whatever this great toilet paper fight off was at Sam's Club, anyone with footage, man, I have free beer, I have free food, come on <laughs> over with that stuff, I want to see it. Yeah. Immediately, this fucking crankshaft fucking killjoy gets on there. Well, I was just there. There's no problems at all. <laughs> that wasn't what you were talking about exactly. at all. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that about? It's like, geez, what the hell is going on here? Everybody decided to take a shit on our podcast today. I know. Yeah. So Some engine running somewhere that really needs service. Yes, very bad. I hope their battery goes dead. Yeah. And I hope they stub their toe bloody <laughs> on their way there. You know, this is such a backhanded fucking passive-aggressive bullshit kind of a statement. Mm-hmm. It really irritates me. Yeah. And I see it not just done to me, but other people. And I want to know, what is the whole thought process to make someone do that? The same person, the old crankshaft I was talking about, uh-huh. previously to that, um, this is a few years ago, and we just hit first place because Denver lost and we won. Yeah. And I put on there, yeah, hey, yeah, I can't see in first place. And this fucking kill, Joy got out there and goes, oh, they're tied. <laughs> And me yeah, and 10 other people of automatically, automatically said, oh, so they're not in first place now? Well, uh, 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 nothing. Crickets. Is it, is it that they just want to have the last word? I don't know. That's why I want to discuss it with you. Is it the last word or is it a backhanded way to just be a killjoy and a counter-programmer? Probably that, because if they're trying to be the last word, they got to know people are going to respond to them, so they're exactly. not getting the last word. No, I know, and it's kind of like a, or is it like, a, oh, I'm perfect and you're not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem because I don't go in there with high expectations. And it, it may be also I know kind it's of an the, airport. Yeah, it may be also the personality that they have to, they have to feel like they know more than everybody else. They're correcting your mistakes. I think that's it right no there. No one else is completely right. And, oh, look, you're wrong about this. You're wrong. They won't come out and put themselves out there with something that can be No, no, no. Apart. You'll never see that from them. But they will find posts to pick apart and find the tiniest little flaw and, and you know, wave I, a big I flag over I'm going to keep them it. on, and then every time I see something, I'm like, your shoe's untied. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my son just graduated a West Point cadet. Your shoe's untied. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, no, no the, the kind of posts that those people put out are usually like those inspirational quotes. They, yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. nothing directly from them, so they can't be criticized because they know exactly what a person like themselves would do exactly. to any post. So yeah. if they refrain from making a post themselves, oh, no, no. they just go pick apart everyone else's. They're the kind of people that don't matter Yeah. because they don't ever do anything on the ledge. They don't lose sight of the shore because they're just pussies in life. That those are the people that after the the big tribe of, of cave dwellers takes down the woolly mammoth, 
they run up and kick the hook, the, the foot of the dead one, and say, <laughs> there, yeah, I showed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they run off, waving their tiny fists in the air. Yes, they made absolutely no difference, but they feel they, they feel large now. Yeah, they feel large. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that really irritated me, and that was something I wanted to talk about and um, finally got a chance to talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. Now, it, I, can, I can certainly understand the perspective of people feeling small and insignificant in their daily life. And yeah. there are ways to work around that without crapping on somebody else's life. Yes. I'm, if you need to criticize or put down in order to feel better about yourself, then there's a deeper issue that needs to be addressed. Exactly. And I am speaking yeah. from experience, personal experience. No, no, you know, no. I, I think we've all been at that point in our lives absolutely. at one time or another yeah. to where we're, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm not shy about talking about, you know, my mental health issues. You know, I have physical health issues. I'm not, you know, embarrassed or, or, or shy about that. I have mental health issues, and mm-hmm. I'm just as equally not embarrassed or shy about that. It's something that happened to me Uh and I have to deal with. And I have misbehaved in enormous ways. I've done really awful things and said awful things to people. So I'm not criticizing from a perspective of I'm great (laughs) and I've never made a mistake. Hell, I've made a ton of mistakes. Uh, There are things I've done I should be in jail for. Uh, there are things that I've done that I should have had to pay great restitution for, and I'm working yeah. on. Yeah. But you know, I freely admit I'm I've I've got flaws. I've hurt people. I've done terrible things. But I'm trying to be better now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people who feel tall, uh, small, and insignificant and lash out, they haven't they haven't found that outlet yet. Exactly. To you know, and everything feel better you about themselves said, without hurting somebody. I can back up on myself too. I'm yeah. the exact same. Everything that you just, I have a feeling that everybody in the world has the same demons. Oh, heck yeah. And the problem is we all think, oh, I, you know, the things I've done, I'm so much worse than anybody else. No, but no, actually, you're not. No, you're, no, about, you're, you're about average. About average, yes. <laughs> no matter what you've done, you're probably about average. You know, obviously, I have some anger issues. Anyone listen to my solo cast <laughs> and, and about my old job and those cocksuckers, oh, you know? Yeah. 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 And hear how I feel about them, you know? Yeah. And by the way, fuck you guys. <laughs> Burning hell. Yeah. So right there, you Allegedly. see, I have anger issues. But here's the deal, though. I'm happy as fuck without them. Yeah. And I shouldn't have these anger issues. I mm-hmm. shouldn't just be calling them up every day and going, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, send them a nice card saying my life I is so much I thought about sending them a Christmas card. Yeah. 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 But you know what? Fuck them. And I and I have been moving on. I haven't been mentioning them nearly as much. Mm. But obviously that's a flaw in my personality. Yeah, I saw something like this illustrated on a, on a show the other day where two people were arguing. And one of them decided to just, you know, it's like, you know, okay, I'm done arguing. Walked away. And the other one hurled this just hideous, ugly insult and accusation at her as she was walking away. Oh, okay. And it's the kind of thing that when you're getting ready to say it, you think, oh, I'm really going to get him with this. This is going to be great. But the moment you say it, you feel like total shit about yourself for Because it was it. totally uncalled for yeah. and totally yeah. false and really designed 
just to destroy a person. Yeah. Yeah. Now, being able to recognize that is a big step. Because there are people who will do that and then just grumble and get angry and then you know, mumble their way on. Yeah. But you've got to realize, oh my God, I did that expecting this great payoff and it wasn't there. I shouldn't yeah. do that ever again. Yeah. You know, it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. I just feel like shit now. Mm-hmm. And so does everybody else that had to hear it. So, I mean, learn from that. Recognize that. I still feel good, motherfucking my old company. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me, but I still get a giggle. Yeah. You know, when I retired from the Postal Service, I hated it so intensely. But in the intervening years, it's been a couple, three years now, I look back more and more and I see all the things I did wrong to make it a worse place to work. Mm -hmm. There's so many things I could have done to just, you know, let things go, work around stuff, you know, don't worry about certain things. I could have had a much, a much more pleasant time and so would have my coworkers because I was a pain in the butt to them. Let me me throw this out there though, Christopher, because I thought about it too with my old job too. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you were in that situation, would you still feel that way or not? Because you tend to defense yourself up yeah. because of things around you, and yeah. it's survival. You're not looking at it as no, no. I could have done this differently. When you're in that, when you're in that, mm-hmm. that's survival. Yeah, and yeah, that's like gnawing your arm off to get away from a tiger or whatever. You yeah, know? or a boulder lands on your toe, and you have to, you have to cut your foot off to get away. That's kind of like that. At, yeah, I was not able to get enough room mentally to get that kind of perspective. I appreciate what you're saying 100%. Now, in that situation, you could because you have options. Yeah. But at the time, it's like, what do I do? Lose everything and let these people win? That was kind of how I was looking at it. It was like, I have everything to lose, but nothing to gain. Here's the deal. They knew that, and they backed you in a corner. And most people can kind of handle that. Yeah. But with me, it, it really broke me down. And there were times when... They knew that, though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think maybe it required a lot of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And look, I mean, I, I, I commend you for feeling that way. And I think it takes a lot of growth and personal uh, um, realization to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I also remember you at that time and how you were acting and how they were doing you. Yeah. And I would have to say this. It was survival, and they knew what they were doing to you, and they kept doing it times ten. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of deserved everything that they got, in my opinion. I can, yeah, I can see that, because to realistically look at it from the post office's perspective, they were trying to get me to quit or do something that was a fireable offense. Exactly. To get me out um, before I could get the uh, before I was full retirement, yes. so, I could, so I wouldn't get the retirement benefits, mm-hmm. and that is that is an actual policy of uh, postal management is is burn them out, wear them out, get them to quit, get them to quit yeah. before they can hit us for a pension. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd seen it to a lot of other older carriers, and I, I wish I had been able to handle it the way they usually did, which was just laugh at management and keep working slowly. Yeah, and know that the union had their back. They pierced into your soul the way they yeah. did shit. And they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They knew how to do it, and they would not quit. Yeah, and, and part of it was I had a ready-made opening for that kind of thing because of my abusive father. Um, they did the same thing that my father would always do, which is, you know, my dad would give me a task to do. 
and I would do it and then I would say okay I'm done and he would come back and look and his answer always was well that's a good start and then he'd walk away again it's like well what the hell else am I supposed to do so I'd have to try to figure out what else to do what to was, make it better. What was uh, so insecure about him to where he had to bring you so down? Uh, he was raised um, in a family of women. He was the only male left in the family line. And all the women in the family spoiled him rotten. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since his father, my grandfather, had been murdered when my dad was a very young age. So... He was held up as, you know, the last of the Kemner line, you know, the savior, whatever. He grew up feeling very entitled to everything. Uh, he was rewarded for being selfish. Um, so that parlayed into him having children and treating them like that. Yeah, he didn't, I don't think he had the empathy for children. He didn't know how to to love children as the next generation we were just in the way competition for time and energy and resources I've got a question and then we can kind of like move on because we're kind of you know we're getting deep we're getting deep we're not getting we're not being entertaining anymore I've got another question (laughs) I got another question that's semi-deep but it's more lighthearted sure but um, okay Um, now do you forgive him yes okay that's the main thing Mm mm-hmm I've, uh, I, I, I'm a firm believer in pills and understanding, which is how I refer yeah. to you know medication and psychotherapy, um, and something I've I've discussed with I my therapist. I would say, in, um, knowing you, uh, that it has it works. It, it's it helped. has been working. You are a much different person now. It, it's helped a lot. It really has. Maybe um, I need that. It, <laughs> I don't know. I'm we'll a firm see. believer, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, something that uh, that I've talked about with my therapist. I eat is, my feelings. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I still do too. <laughs> but she, we, you know, we were we were talking eat a random about thought. I think that's how what you said. She asked how you know this is kind of the same questions. What what do you, well, I think made my father act this way and do yes. some of the other things he did, and uh, so. I kind of reached the the equilibrium point where he was acting the way he was raised and what it, how what had always worked for him. So he was he was he was raised to kind of lean that direction. But at the so that's the part I can forgive. But at the same time, it was his choice to go ahead and do it. He knew right from wrong, and all those terrible things he did, he chose to do. Um, the fact that they were in his head as an idea isn't his fault but he chose to act on them. Exactly. So, and that's where you find the accountability at. Right. Or the lack of. So I do forgive him, but he is still responsible for all the things he did. He's not yes. off the hook, but I don't I don't rage. I don't, I'm not angry at him. I don't go throw dog yeah. poop on his grave or anything. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know. It's, it's more of... That's very healthy. I forgave him for myself, not for him. Exactly. And it enables me to put him away and be done with it. Yeah, not he's, not he's, like I'm he's suppressing He's kind of like in a dresser hiding. drawer right now. He's yeah. kind of closed and said, well, I'm done with those socks. Right. It's not something I'm suppressing or avoiding. It's something that I'm through with. You know, mm-hmm. just like, you know, shoes that I outgrew 20 years ago. I'm just done with them. You know, yeah. I don't need them anymore. They do me no good. Yeah, I can let them go. Right, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I'm trying to to, to to do that, and it's it's not always successful, but for the most part, it works really well. 
and it's a it's a much better way to live. And when I see somebody trying, knowingly or unknowingly, to exploit those weaknesses in myself, now I try to recognize that and what's happening, and I still get the instinctive emotional rise of anger and resentment, but I don't act on it. It's like, okay, this person probably doesn't know what they're doing. I have triggers that aren't anybody's responsibility but mine, so I need to defuse the situation. If I have to leave or get away, that's a last resort because I don't want to be just constantly running from conflict. That's not healthy. But uh, I, I can handle it before I get out of control, and I can let other people get angry and out of control and ugly and hurtful without having to even respond to it. It's like they can they can make a complete ass of themselves. I'm not joining in. Exactly. And that's that's been a big thing for me too. Is don't join in. Let them be the one being stupid and ugly and, and nasty. And then later on, they're going to be the one with the regret if they uh-huh. have a soul. Yeah. yeah. And later on, I'm going to be one. If I even think about it, I'm going to think, man, I'm so glad I stayed out of that. And then I just go on. Yeah. That's that's always a better choice, just to stay out of it. No, it is. It is. Don't, I'm, don't I'm still learning involved. that. And, yeah. You know, we're all a... We're all a work in progress. Absolutely. So yeah, no one's ever finished. Yeah, one person was perfect, and they nailed him to a cross. Yeah. Right? So yeah. You've seen that bumper sticker, you know? I'm not perfect because God's not done with me yet. Yeah, that's and, right. You know, whatever you believe in or don't believe in. Yeah, you we're can still relate to anything. We're you want, a work in whatever. progress until the day we die. We really yeah, are. If you believe in that stick sitting over there, then okay, <laughs> then the stick is not done with you yet. Yes. You know. So. I always like the way the Native Americans. Looked at everything. Everything had a soul. Everything had a life. I think that's pretty. I like you know, that. If, it appeals if everything to me. Was, <laughs> if everything, if everybody looked at that like that, uh-huh. it would be a much better world. Probably so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, all this has led me to this. I wrote this out last night because this actually happened a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. and this is again online, and this is people online that might you know feel to uh, to act a certain way, but. Anyhow, I, I don't understand this. I've always known this to be true mm-hmm. in real life and online, but online it's kind of where you can frame it up a little bit better. Yeah. So, why are certain people untouchable? Oh, For that's example, a good question. like you talked about Reagan earlier, okay? Yeah. To a lot of people, he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my God, he's a holy grail. You can't talk about him. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I recently posted an Elton John Wayne meme. Yes, I enjoyed that. I did too. I had a few people comment in a serious tone of writing, that's too far, have some respect. What the fuck, really? It's not insulting or demeaning. Why the fuck is John Wayne untouchable? No, it's not demean, it was funny. I know. Well, let's see, let's take a look at John Wayne. He was was held up for a while as an all-American hero. Mm -hmm. A lot of westerns where he was always the good guy. Um, Let's see. He symbolized America... He seemed to be a very patriotic dude, um, but he had a sense of humor. He laughed. He would I probably think, he think that Elton John Wayne it. thing was funny as hell. Yeah, he'd probably been like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. that's not me, Pilgrim, but it's awful funny. I think what we need to see is what what's the in... Uh, Here's something else to remember, too. Yeah. Elton John, or not Elton John, but John Wayne, mm-hmm. was in California and filmed movies. Yeah. So he probably was more liberal than people ever thought. Yeah, he probably was. Yeah. And ba- he was basically poisoned by the government. 
Yes, over there in uh, filming that uh, um, Genghis Khan movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was over there in Area 51, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Where he got they were cancer. Out, they were in the desert filming this this Genghis Khan movie. Huge dust storms everywhere, and that was where they were doing all the the bomb testing. The nuclear testing. testing, yes. Yeah, all that dust was insanely radioactive. And they were all eating it and breathing it and getting in their eyes. everyone from that set developed cancer everyone. and subsequently died. Yeah, yeah. That was just the movie of death. Yeah. So, and, you know, so Wayne had, he had one lung and then just like a, little, like a piece of the other, or did he completely lose a lung? I think he completely lost yeah. a lung because I think, they, didn't they opt to just go ahead and take it all? Probably. You know, back, back at that point... Cancer surgery is more just lop out everything and pray. Yeah, they, yeah. They weren't and they all that didn't precise. Have, they didn't have all the different treatments they do now to right. where, like, well, if it comes back, we're going to hit it really quick yeah. and knock it out. Targeted and, radiation or thing. Or, yeah. You know, they didn't have, yeah, no, nearly so the technology. No, so answer was take as much as you can yeah. so the guy can lead as normal of a life as you can. Plus, John Wayne was a heavy smoker. Yes, he was. That's and that, that exacerbated the radiation problem. Plus, in fact... Uh, most people, a lot of people, I should say, don't know that tobacco leaves themselves collect and hold radiation. They have little hairs on the leaves. I remember reading that, yes. yes. And they actually trap and, and hold radioa- radioactive particles. Isn't that insane? So then when you dry it and roll up and smoke it, you're inhaling all those radioactive particles with it. So you are actually getting a dose of radiation with every cigarette directly wow. into your lungs. And then that compounds every other risk factor you have. So, wow. Yeah, that is, yeah. So, uh, so you think that, like... Some of these untouchables, like mm-hmm. Reagan and him. Can we think of someone else that's untouchable? Um, Mother Teresa. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Not to us. To the, everyone else. Let's see, that little boy that died of AIDS that Elton John was so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Ryan White, was that his yeah, name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Greg Luganus. Greg Luganus. Because I remember someone posted a meme about him, like, oh, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everyone who wanted to hate on him when they found out he was gay suddenly stopped hating on him when they found out he was sexually abused. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, that's not how he got AIDS, was it? I don't remember. Wasn't it a transfusion? I I think so. Or was that Arthur? No, Arthur Ashe was a transfusion. That's right, yeah. Tennis player. Yeah, in the swimmer. Well, anyhow, it doesn't matter how he got it. Yeah. But no, no, no. You're right. Everyone was all over him about being gay, and then they found out about his past, and they're like, oh, man. Poor guy. Yeah, and we're not saying that, like, that makes you gay or that's wrong to be gay or nothing Mm -hmm. like that. It's just like it it was a very prolific, you know, very horrible time in his life. And then all of a sudden people, like, backed up and said, you know what? And it it was in the early time of people finding out that the whole sports structure with with coaches and and players, coaches and swimmers, coaches and gymnasts, etc., is just rampant with sexual abuse. And and the reason is because pedophiles attract this type of environment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like uh, uh, Sandusky. Pedophiles flock to that area. That's where the big fish are. Sandusky had his choice of kids that were disenchanted, dis... Uh, uh, not want, not Vulnerable. loving everything, rebel, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he'd come in there and swoop in like a hero and do vile, horrible things to yeah. them. Yeah, pedophiles are incredibly dangerous people. That masquerade is the most 
yes. uh, harmless people in the world, the nicest and most harmless people in the world. But I agree. It's a it just it's a disguise. Yeah, it's a disguise, and it's a way. It's an outlet to get to these children. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, um, who else is untouchable? Um, let's um, see. But you know, I I think the whole untouchable comes from what are the people's insecurities that they don't want to see that hero torn down. Let's see. Okay, the we started with are, John Wayne. Yeah, the people okay. who are like, you know, oh, you can't, you can't say anything bad about John Wayne. Well, what's so insecure in you that you can't stand to see this person you idolized appear human? I think that a lot of these people that try to be the tough and rugged type of John mm-hmm. Wayne are anything but. Yeah. And I think that they take uh, um, comfort in seeing him mm-hmm. and going, well, yeah, I'm just like him. Yeah. When really they're not, and they know they're not inside. It's like the guy with the big, jacked-up pickup truck on lifts. Yeah, 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 the transgender one. Yeah. 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 You know, there's nothing tough or rugged about the guy, so he has to make his truck an extension of his personality that's missing. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think that there's a lot of that in the untouchability realm, but mm-hmm. not all of it. There's other ones, too. You know, like I said, Greg Luganus was like that, because yeah. I remember seeing a meme on him. And then also, oh, you took it too far. Or the good old too soon stuff and all that. It's like So maybe it's if you can believe in the perfection of, an, of your idol, then you can feel good about yourself. But if your idol is shown to have flaws or the possibility of flaws or is shown in less than perfect light, it's like an attack on yourself. Yeah, I think you're right. That's probably more of it. Yeah. And then, like, I've even seen people making fun of Columbine. And no, no, no wow. people like, ha ha, oh, or oh, that's kind of wrong, mm-hmm. but still a little laugh or whatever. Yeah. So, which is more tragic, John Wayne dying or all these kids dying from mm-hmm. the hands of a shooter? So, I was like, probably a week after John Lennon was assassinated. Uh huh. And at that point, George Harrison was still alive. And the joke came out, what's it going to take to reunite the Beatles? Three more bullets. Yep. I laughed. I laughed, too. And it was a week after Lennon died. Yeah. And I like John Lennon. Yeah, oh, I did, too. funny. One of, my fa- <laughs> one of my favorite performers ever. I mean, yeah. song-wise, everything. But, no, he is not. Be- he was not beyond joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he was He didn't seem to be untouchable because mm-hmm. everyone I knew thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe this is, I wonder if this is related to the impulse of people to slap a hero label on victims. Yes. Like the little boy falls down the, the well shaft. Suddenly yeah, yeah. he's a he hero. He wasn't a dumbass. He was a hero. Yeah. Because he persevered over there with the, with the skinned up knees. Yeah. And the, uh, and the uh, hurt elbow. And, and never mind that there's little kids in Ethiopia fighting off vultures, having a much tougher time, but nobody's calling but them No, no, heroes. no. we got to talk about the little boy in the well. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. No, there is a lot of that. And then if you made fun of him, you were a bad person. And I think a lot of it is, is people trying to justify themselves being a good person because they're not the ones that made fun of that person that was in need. Yeah, yeah. Or, and and I've, I've known number a number of people that can only be happy and content if they deny the vast majority of the unpleasant things happening around them. Yes. It's, and you know, everybody lets in as much reality as they can handle. You're right. But, uh, 
there's some people that I see that let in so little reality, I wonder how they function. But that's the only way they can function. If they if they thought every day about, you know, addicts dying and human trafficking and people being, you know, slaughtered senselessly in Ukraine, they wouldn't be able to function. They'd just be a quivering pile of tears in the corner because yeah, they don't true. have the strength. So I understand people wanting to only let in as much reality as they can handle. But you got to realize that and not start yelling at people who acknowledge more of reality than you do. That's they right. start yelling, well, that's not true. Oh, I can't think about that. I, 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 I refuse to live in a world where that's happening. Well, you do. Yeah, and, and the fact that you can't handle it and don't want to hear it that has no bearing on how I feel on anything or yeah. what I choose to point out. And realistically, I, I know they wouldn't want everyone to just ignore it and pretend it didn't exist because then it would run rampant. Yeah, you know, it's it's fine if you, you know, the general you don't want to think about these bad things, but don't jump on our asses when we do think about them in a realistic way and yes. do something about them. We made the world uncomfortable for you because we lifted the rock and showed you the, the creatures underneath. Well, That's right. Okay, go shut your eyes, but don't yell at me. Yeah, don't yell at me about it because they're there. Yeah. 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 So that might be part of the untouchable yeah, you know, part is you you know, know, I need to believe in this world of you know perfect and pure people. And I, I want to leave this right here now, okay? okay? All right. The mere fact that people are outraged by it ensures that I will do it more. Absolutely. <laughs> so, there you go. You're not stopping anything. All you did was give me a green light to do it more because that's my nature. Mm. And I'm not changing it because I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot wrong with me, but that particular one, no. Yeah. So. Well, see, you, you did this for humor. Other people chose to take offense. And everybody and now we, we tells can, me, yeah, to do it more. We can choose whether or not to believe their offense is justified or not. Yes. And I'm with you. I don't think their offense was justified or realistic. No. So I don't need to change my life to suit somebody who can't handle it. You know, they can I, go away. They can quit looking at it. I, I uh, Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. So, uh, you know... Um, we're right in the heart of pumpkin spice season, right? Yes, because it's not just Halloween. Mm-hmm. Today's November 1st. We're at the city market, and it's a beautiful day, right around 80 degrees. Just pumpkin gorgeous. spice is going to last at least through Thanksgiving, don't you Yeah, think? it usually lasts till about midway to Christmas, and then it goes away in favor of peppermint. Yeah. So, and finally, peppermint kicks it off of the shelves. Yeah. It's like peppermint's like, fuck you, you had your run, get out of here. <laughs> yes. So, usually about, no, it's usually about the first week in December mm-hmm. when everything, everybody has a reef over their door and their Christmas trees up. Then peppermint is like smacking the shit out of pumpkin spice. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, they make the switch from fall to winter yeah. around the beginning of December, yeah. three weeks early. Yeah, so... So, yeah, three weeks early, actually. Yeah. And yeah. they do the same thing with fall. In the September 1st, suddenly it's fall. Well, it's three weeks away still. And there's a whole subject in that that we could get to later. And yeah. the reason is, I don't know about this podcast, but maybe another one is, is people don't like where they're currently at ever. They always look ahead or behind. Yeah. They never enjoy the moment. Yeah. And that's part of it, too. It's like, oh. No, 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 no. We got to go to fall. Even though it's 110 degrees out there, it is fall. <laughs> yes. It just turned September, and football's getting ready to be on the TV, so it's fall. Yeah. Even though it's 110 solid. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I used to work with, with carriers that, you know, on a certain date on the calendar, they'd start wearing warm clothing. No, I was getting ready, I, I, I was getting ready to tell, I used to tell people, yeah. well, grab your sweater and start wearing it today. Well, it's 110. No, it's fall. Yeah. It's fall. You said it's fall. Yeah. So go wear your sweater. I want to see you wear it all day, out in the sun. I, I remember coming to work and seeing this guy wearing long pants and a long sleeve t-shirt, and it was, it was going to be like 90 degrees that day, and I said... How come you're wearing that? He said, well, it's a calendar. It says it's fall, so I dress according to the calendar. And I looked at him and said, does your calendar talk to you about other things, too? (laughs) (laughs) He he just laughed. (laughs) You know what my calendar told me? It told me to kill you and wear your space. Yes. Uh, okay. and then I made a joke about how he he was he, he couldn't outthink a calendar or he, <laughs> he was dominated by his calendar. He didn't his well, calendar. No, t- well, took no wonder they were mean to you, Christopher. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, this this guy and I were friends. We, no, no, no. We I know. That's each other a lot. Yeah, I have people I do that to all day long. Yeah. Yep. Boy, man, hey, and then when it turns cold, I go over there and personally shake their hand. Thank you. Yes. You wore that long sleeve long enough in the 90 degrees to finally convince Mother Nature that it is fall. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Without you, it would not have happened. It'd still be 100 degrees. Yep. Of course, it's the same as, like, when someone comes to work with a washed car, you say, oh, thanks a lot. Now it's going to rain. rain. <laughs> well, I, I did that the other day, and I need to wash my car today to make sure it's going to rain again. Yeah. And, and it actually it did happen to me. It rained the next day because <laughs> I did not believe the forecasters. <laughs> yeah. Because they were wrong every other time. Oh, yeah. And, they're wrong so often. Yeah, it's, we're definitely going to get some rain out of this. Yeah. I'm sitting out there. Fuck, I didn't water. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So, but we do have about a hundred percent chance of pumpkin spice now. Yes, we do. So, Christopher and I thought, as a service to America, because we're so selfless. Yes, we are selfless (laughs) in everything. We give. That's what we do. We give this podcast. Everything. Like I said, you know, we shrug off the Chevrons and the BPs and the pharmaceutical companies and say, no, we will not have sponsors. We will not sell out. (laughs) We'd rather. We'd rather waddle in obscurity and, and, and hey, how someone come by and gave me a funny look because they heard me. <laughs> Did you see that. the look? <laughs> she looked at us like, sell out? Who would buy you? <laughs> okay. That's Where the fuck was here. I now? I know. Pumpkin spice. Okay. So, as a service, <laughs> we, uh, we give our blood, sweat, tears, and other bodily fluids to this podcast. Yes. Yes. As a service, we came up with pumpkin spice stuff mm-hmm. that we, we think should be for real. We, we, yeah. There's there's some pumpkin spice items on the market, but there's there's room for more. Yeah. So, we, we've got the vision to come up with these new pumpkin spice items. Yes. Yes, uh, probably a little late this year, but they can definitely get them on the market by next year. Yes, yes. I wish we had that recorded, that response there. That thing was, it was fucking perfect. <laughs> it's audio, not video, so. Yeah, okay, so anyhow, uh, the first thing uh, that we worked on was um, pumpkin spice IV fluid. Yeah. Because think about it, people are in the hospital, mm-hmm. they're miserable, you know, they just got a bad diagnosis mm-hmm. or something, you know. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, uh, Williams. Williams, yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Williams, you have bladder cancer. But, you want to know what? 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 We have pumpkin spice IV fluid. 
hook you up to a big big bag of pumpkin spice IV Ooh, drip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get that poked and have yeah. that in me. Great. And, you know, obviously, pumpkin spice makes absolutely everything better. Yes, so it does. So go. this poor bastard with, IV, with uh, bladder cancer that probably spread to his brain, he's mm -hmm. happy at least. Maybe the pumpkin spice will in, in, uh, in, infuse, infuse his tumor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah, so he can probably still die, but at least they'll have a nice pumpkin yeah, spice aroma smell about like, him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's the important yeah, thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and probably in the coffee, you probably come up and go, "Who the fuck brought pumpkin spice uh, coffee into this funeral home?" <laughs> no, no, it's him. They use pumpkin spice yeah. embalming fluid. <gasps> pumpkin spice coffins. Oh, there for we go. any fall With time pumpkin burial? spice pillows. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, and pumpkin spice uh, um, suits. Yeah. Always wanted to know this. Okay, there you are laying there dead, okay, yeah. embalmed, yeah. stiff as a board, yeah. and you have a blanket over you, mm -hmm. and you have this suit on. Yeah. Do they bother to put pants on you? Not always. That's what I was thinking. Is, or it's shoes like, either. Yeah, it's like, you know, all we need is from the... The torso up, yeah. you know, as a presentation. The rest of it is closed off. Yeah, they so, don't put makeup on the back of their neck. Yeah, you'd so. yeah, be funny <laughs> as a gag. Lift up the other part of the coffin. Ah. You go, hey guys, come here. You want to see something funny? Yikes. Yeah. Hey, see? Oh, oh man, what is that? Pumpkin spice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, was it was that one of the Spice Girls? Pumpkin spice? Yeah, I think it was. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think hers was in abbreviation of like yeah. pumpkin. There was pumpkin spice, and then there was blowjob spice, and then uh, there was anal was sex spice. Itchy asshole spice. Yeah, and there was uh, STD spice. Yeah, there was advanced um, all holes no waiting yeah. spice. Resting bitch face spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those, those were the spice girls. Yeah, as far yeah. As I and remember. then they came up with the politically correct ones like the uh, mastectomy spice. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. double mastectomy spice. Mm -hmm. The amputee spice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. United Colors of Benetton Spice. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay, so the next one, um, did I mention pumpkin spice lighter fluid? Oh, that's So think good. about this. Okay, you're firing out there, the yeah, you're firing up the grill, and it's a frosty day, and it's yeah. like, man, you know what, I don't care. I would be out here in my fucking... Uh, Coveralls. Yep. You know, it's uh, let's Get say it's like eight going. degrees. You got the hibachi <laughs> going, and the first thing you smell is pumpkin spice. Yeah. By the smell of searing steaks. Mmm. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, you know, that might lead to a few accidents, people leaning over the grill to get that good pumpkin spice aroma and they wind yeah. up, you know, breathing a little bit too much of the fumes and they wind up face down on the grill. Yeah, well, I mean, that ju that just adds to the fun. That's true, yeah. that's true. And they'll put a disclaimer somewhere yeah, on the like, lighter where did fluid that says, you know, don't oh, be a dumbass. Oh, she her face off, smelling pumpkin spice. <laughs> oh, well, that happens. Yeah. Put some more in there. So... Um, then from there on, we went to uh, pumpkin spice cheddar cheese, shredded or block. You got yeah. you, you know, like if someone is making a recipe and they need it in block, mm -hmm. then you know they can have it in a block. You know, mm -hmm. or if someone just wants a block of cheese to chew on while yeah. they're watching, uh, you know, uh, Family Feud. You know, yeah. reruns the old Richard Dawson or the fat guy. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Louis Anderson or whatever. Yeah. yeah no, no one watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, probably watching Richard Dawson tongue yeah. face everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, shredded or block. This next one is a great, great one. And I think, I, you know, I think uh, you people are going to love this. Pumpkin spice potted meat. 
Wow. Potted meat. What a, wow, what a phrase. I mean, that brings up all sorts of imagery of like gel and cartilage and gristle. And gristle is eyeballs. the one. It's like the spam gristle times a hundred. Yes. Oh. And it's slimy and it's got it this weird like, flavor, but if it's pumpkin spice, that would be delicious. It looked like someone vomited in a can. Yeah. You put a little bit of, uh, of clear glue in there to kind of hold it together. Yeah. And then you put a bunch of lard on top of it, liquefied lard, that gelled up, and yeah. then you seal the lid, and that is potted meat. It probably is vomited meat. They I'm just sure don't want to is. call it that because they wouldn't sell. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, it's probably vomited meat from the cow before they cut his head yeah. off. And they're like, grab it, that's potted meat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or they could they could just capture vultures and yes. make them regurgitate the roadkill they've been eating, and that's potted meat. I'm sure that is. Yeah. I think it says it on the can. So, you know, a vulture will eat a roadkill and kind of half digest the meat and then, you know, vomit it back up. It says it on the like can. Like your baby birding, you know? Yeah. yeah, it says it on the can when you read it. But, you know, then you make a pumpkin spice and all's good. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we have been trained to buy anything pumpkin spice. That's true. Yeah. This next one I love, too. Pumpkin spice pickle loaf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? Mm. Yeah, little oh. chunks of pumpkin in it. And, and little chunks of pickles and, yeah. uh, and pimentos. Yeah. And, of course, the gristle. We gotta yeah, the gristle. The gristle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And it's in a convenient little square, mm -hmm. so it doesn't match your round bun. Yeah. But if you use sandwich loaves, then that's fine. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wonder or whatever the big thing is now. Do they even sell Wonder Bread anymore or not? I really don't know. I don't know either. Probably. Or Manor. Remember Manor? Yeah, growing up? Manor Bakery. Yeah, yeah, Manor was like, if you like Wonder Bread, the, the white, like, really kind of lightish stuff, yeah. you'd buy Manor because it's like 30 cents cheaper. Yeah. But it was almost as good. It was about the same type of bread. Yeah. And actually, the imagery on it and the logo is almost identical to Wonder. These are the same colors. Yeah, and, yeah. and only it said Manor. Yeah. Wonder Bread had like a white wrapper with dots of color, big blob, uh, circles of color all over it. And then Manor used a white wrapper with the same colors, but more in stripes and the yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Here, let's uh, let's ask Google. Okay. Okay, Google. What is Manor Bread? Probably not even food anymore. Oh wow, they were a KC company, but she's not answering. Yeah, she won't talk to you now because you called her Google bitch too. Many I know times. she's so mad at me. Yes. As a matter of fact, she just rolled her eyes. <laughs> and crossed her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, okay, anyhow, well, maybe that wasn't nationwide. Maybe Manor was just a knockoff around Kansas City. I don't Could know. Could have been, yeah. Well, anyhow, okay, so um, we go to Pumpkin Spice Kosher Dills. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like those big dills in a big jar. Pumpkin spice. Yeah, instead of the like yellowish green brine that they float in, it'd be like an orangish brown yeah. brine for the pumpkin spice. Yeah. Yeah. Make the jars pumpkin shaped. Yeah, that, what a great idea. Think, Matter yeah. of fact, you could dye them like uh, uh, orange. Orange and yeah, orange and yellow and red fall colors. Yeah, that's what wouldn't want to bite into a big soggy orange pickle. Every everybody would. <laughs> everybody would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this uh, this next one I personally love too. Uh, pumpkin spice three bean salad. Mmm. Yeah. 
you get the wax beans. Yeah, and the yeah, yeah. Beans, and then you get the, the red kidney beans. Yeah, and, and even onions. if they get really crazy, they could throw in a couple of garbanzo. Yeah, or yeah. chickpeas. I think are pretty the much same every thing. three bean salad I've had has had like five beans. In it. Yeah, I know every one of them is. Really, <laughs> I I never knew why they called it three bean salad because there's obviously like yeah. thirty different types of beans in there. They need to call it at least three bean salad. Yeah, at least three beans, <laughs> but probably more. That's what it is on labels today. At least three beans, <laughs> yeah. but probably more, depending on what the factory had three or more beans yeah what they did was uh, when they're doing the three bean salad they just called up the uh the uh the what well, produce company or whatever you know, the they, local farmers co-op yeah they're like what kind of beans you got laying around well, let's see uh we got some lima beans we got a ton of them okay bring them over and some soybeans and some castor beans oh wait those are poisonous <laughs> oh yeah, okay forget castor beans yeah, dump enough pumpkin spice on them they'll be fine you know what? who cares oh my gosh uh-oh Anybody? Nope, I guess not. I guess not. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, at least three bean salad, pumpkin spice. So now we go to pumpkin spice tuna salad. Ooh. Yeah, pumpkin spice and fish. You wouldn't really think of that combo, but it could work. Uh, it could work. It could definitely yeah. work, yeah. Yeah, you know, let's say you want a serious meal, but you want the frivolity of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you know, I'm really kind of famished and I need some really protein and energy. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just going to like get some sort of pumpkin spice candy. Yeah. So you reach for the pumpkin spice tuna. You got two things for one. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong with that? Yeah. The colors fit in with fall. So yeah. Yeah. You just have a pumpkin spice tuna salad sandwich and you're all good to go. Yeah. 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 Think of that. Yeah. All right. So then uh, we have pumpkin spice shrimp gumbo. Bubba Gump would be so proud. Yes, he would. <laughs> oh, yes, he would. And that pumpkin spice potted meat, pumpkin spice shrimp gumbo. No, he wouldn't say potted meat. He only did seafood, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, everything was shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin spice shrimp gumbo. Yeah. Pumpkin spice shrimp cocktail. We need to, like, get him wrapped, rolling off all of them, and just have it as a loop in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I think people would really enjoy that. Yeah. So then we go to restaurants that mm-hmm. want to do a pumpkin spice theme. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Houlihan said they threw in their, they're like, you know what, we're all in. What a great idea, two douchebags and a microphone. We know that we want, we want to be your sponsor. We know we respect your decision to say no. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and just give you our entry on this because we still love your podcast and we listen every day we make corporate listen uh, they have it they have it blaring when people are eating now that would be a crime against yeah. humanity so they have new pumpkin spice rubens mm. yeah on our suggestion per our suggestion i can see like margaritas doing a pumpkin spice taco bar i think that would be a fantastic idea yeah yeah yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin spice in the meat. Beans, pumpkin yeah. spice in the lettuce. Pumpkin spice cheese. Pumpkin spice salsa. Mm. Mm. A whole pumpkin Guacamole. Spice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could talk to Garozos and have them do like an Italian bar with pumpkin spice. Yeah. Pumpkin yeah. spice pasta bar. Yeah, like uh, pumpkin spice meatballs, pumpkin spice lasagna. Uh, mm. Pumpkin spice uh, shrimp fettuccine. Oh yeah, yeah. Pumpkin spice uh, chicken parmesan. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Pumpkin spice spaghetti. Oh yeah, that would be the best seller. There we go. Yeah, 
I'll take some of that pumpkin spice uh, chicken spadini. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to go see if we have any left. That thing sold so well. Yeah. So they go back. Oh, what? Nope. 86. Sorry. Gone. Gone. Someone came in and ordered the last three when they found out it was the last three. Sorry. all the people with pumpkin breath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People love it. People love it. So then uh, TGI uh, Fridays got involved, and they love our show, too. And yeah. they wanted to, wanted to sponsor us, mm-hmm. of course, because we are dedicated to our art, mm-hmm. and we don't want it disrupted. We said no. Yeah. But they listen to us and blare it over the intercom for people that are working <laughs> and eating pumpkin spice broccoli florets. Wow. What color would that be? You get the dark Orange green. and green. Yeah. It would be like a pumpkin. I guess it would, yeah. yeah. Fit right in. Okay. Yeah, it would. Cool. So what a great idea. Yeah. And Applebee's, of course, you know, because they've been bothering us. When mm-hmm. we first almost, you know, when we first started about doing a podcast, they got a hold of the idea. And like, yeah. you know what? We want to sponsor you. But we held them off. We said maybe later. But right now, it's a no because we don't want to be a corporate slave. Yes. So they threw in theirs, and you know, with it with another offer that we turned down promptly. Mm-hmm. Um, Applebee's pumpkin spice lasagna with spicy Italian sausage. Wow. Yeah. 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 Imagine so, the burps you get from the heartburn and burps from get from that later. Oh yeah. It'd be oh. like stomach acid and cinnamon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> well then of course then we had like Gillette calling us mm-hmm. so uh, not Penn Gillette either no uh, Gillette the uh, actual company that makes deodorant and they wanted to do pumpkin spice deodorant and sponsor us on that Gillette new pumpkin spice mm-hmm. deodorant presents two douchebags and a microphone it would go well with the pumpkin spice shaving cream yes the yeah. pumpkin spice disposable razors yes yeah yeah uh, right. And then we had uh, another company, um, I think it was Kimberly Clark, mm-hmm. they called up and they said, pumpkin spice hair ties, all this is allegedly, mm-hmm. uh, hair ties, pumpkin spice hair ties. Uh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, why not? It doesn't have to be food items. No, no. Uh, pumpkin spice Tide Pods. Yeah, that's a great idea. Of course, yeah. that's kind of a food item because there's a lot of you oh, the, the, dumb shits delicious. out there that eat Tide, oh, yeah, eat yeah. tide Pods. Fucking delicious. <laughs> Boy, you talk about a good meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, pumpkin spice Tide Pods. I'm that's a that. great yeah. idea. Pumpkin spice dog poop bags. I'd use those. There's a local plastic company that makes them came yeah. up to us. They yeah. wanted to sponsor us. We told him, you know what, when we finally, if we ever do take sponsors, which we probably won't, mm-hmm. you'll be the first in line because yeah. we want to prop their product Imagine up. our faces on a poop bag. Oh, that would go, it would be It would be perfect. They'd be like, man. Using our faces to pick up dog shit. Oh, it, it would be a natural. It would. It, it would just be yeah. a natural. People go, I'm picking up dog shit with mm-hmm. two douchebags and a microphone face. It's like, yeah. what could possibly fit better? So uh, then the next one is uh, pumpkin spice hoopty rims. Yeah. So you can tool down the road of the boulevard yeah. with your music fucking boom booming. Yeah. And Shaking you can your smell trunk it. lid. Yeah. And doing the uh, the uh, um, how they do the jack thing where yeah, it goes they're up bouncing and down. Yeah, up and down. Bouncing yeah. up and down. And the whole time you could set the aroma of pumpkin spice. Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's that's such a great idea. Mm. I bet you someone's working on it right now. Probably. How about uh, pumpkin spice panty liners? 
Oh, what a great idea! Isn't that? Oh yeah. Yeah. You you not maybe you don't feel so fresh, but once you put in the pumpkin spice panty liners, you're fresh. Maybe we could get that that insanely stinky chick from those Lumi commercials, the <laughs> one that must stink like a garbage dump. Oh, yeah, yeah, dump. the one that it prompted her to come up with that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We'd get her to put a little pumpkin spice uh, tampon in there and you know plug up that nasty hole of hers. What could possibly go wrong with that? Yeah, what a I great mean, idea. If, if her vag is so stinky that she's got to come up with this Lumi product to overcome it, it's like, just sew your legs together. God, <laughs> do us all a favor. Yeah. God, that woman must stink so bad. <laughs> she devoted to... her life to coming up with a product that would counter her own stink. Here's a, here's a, pro, here's a project for both of us. Analyze that whole commercial and come up with like a, uh, um, um, a, what would you call it, like a book report on it? Yeah, a psychological profile. A psychological profile mm-hmm. book report of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, here's one that was really interesting. Uh-huh. Okay, remember Remedisphere? Mm. They used it at first to treat uh, COVID, and it was, they was getting quite a bit of success from it. Yeah. Okay, well, since they kind of went out of favor with other treatments, mm-hmm. they wanted to boost their sales again. Uh-huh. So they come out with pumpkin spice Remedisphere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pumpkin spice that bitch up, and people start using it again. Yeah, people are like, I don't even have COVID. And not that it even works on COVID that well anymore, mm-hmm. but, you know, the... The new uh, forms of it, it doesn't even touch, but it smells like pumpkin spice, and I'm going to take it. Hey, pumpkin spice ivermectin. So all those idiots that oh, were taking ivermectins yeah, for yeah, COVID yeah. can just go ahead and kill themselves yeah. in a nice pumpkin spicy way. And also, another thing is, is they could also treat their horses with it. Yeah. 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 I, I think Some if your horses could smell like uh, If you're big spice. enough of a dumb shit to take ivermectin, then... You might as well just go ahead and die from it because you're just a burden anyway. Well, I mean, doesn't doesn't that go back to Darwinism anyhow? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's low it. Let's let these idiots go ahead and weed themselves out. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It yeah. really isn't. Oh no, no. As a matter of fact, I've always contended, and I still contend: do not protect the stupid. Yeah. Let them go ahead and just mm-hmm. x themselves off of this. Place. Yeah. Let them walk out onto the thin ice. It's Let them like step the into the cells. minefield. The the, uh, the let brain him say cells. hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like it's like the 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 brain cells that are not you know that are not so uh, strong. The weaker brain cells kind of mm-hmm. like find a way to x themselves out. Yeah. So the whole brain itself functions better. Well, that's the way life is with stupid people. Yeah. They x themselves out, and the rest of us live better because they're not in our way. Yeah. So. It, it's why we have parasites in this world is they're there to prey on the weak and the deficient and the 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 ones that shouldn't be reproducing yeah and it strengthens the rest of the herd that's right now if you don't want to apply that to people that's fine that's you know you know it's it's personal choice but seriously there are people out there they're going to require a lifetime of assistance if we were all still out in the woods Mm -hmm. And we're all just trying to survive. The dumb ones would get eaten by a badger or something. You yeah. know, something would come up and tear their face off and they'd lie there and die. Or something would eat them. A wild boar would come up and bore them to death because they weren't smart enough to stay out of its mm-hmm. way. So it's no different here. I'm a firm believer in put your money where your mouth is. Uh-huh. So if you think, you know, oh, protect everybody, take care of everybody, fine. Pauperize yourself, just get that started. Yes. Give away you absolutely everything you own you and ever will own. To get that started, let's Absolutely. see how much you or or 
I get it. They just wanted the rest of us to pay for it. Yeah, show that by show by example. <laughs> show by example or yep. don't even speak of it. Yeah. I knew a guy who is really well off, has all sorts of possessions and toys. He buys everything he wants, but he goes on and on about the poor and the disenfranchised and how we all Even need to pay he's higher the taxes. Reason there is the poor and the disenfranchised. Yeah. He's like, the reason there is because he probably ripped people off getting that money. Yeah. Yeah, if you tell me you want everyone to pay higher taxes, then my response is you start. Yeah, exactly. Because the IRS will take any money you want to send them. Yeah. It doesn't have to be tax revenue. You can just write them a check for a million dollars and they'll take it. Yeah, no say, questions this, asked. This is a donation. So, yeah. So if you feel that everyone should start paying higher taxes, then start with yourself. Yeah. And just start sending in more money. They will yeah. take it. They yeah. will happily take it. Yeah, that's and true. And then you can lead by example. Exactly. Oh, that's right. You didn't, you didn't you want to didn't actually mean, do you, the work you yourself. everybody else. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, one more pumpkin spice here. Okay. Xbox controllers. Yeah. And that's because the people at, X, at uh, the pumpkin spice factory, if you will, or whatever, mm -hmm. the pumpkin spice gods or whatever, they saw a definite weakness in their clientele, mm -hmm. and that's gamers. Gamers yeah. are not really that crazy about pumpkin spice, so now mm -hmm. they, their solution is to put them on Xbox game controllers. Yeah, you can make pumpkin spice Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you Strange insults from an alien. Now you all sit on your computer with your headphones still attached. All right, we are we are all familiar with fat jokes, right? I've heard a lot of fat jokes yeah. dreamed at me. <laughs> I, I, my weight's uh, gone up and down my whole life, so yeah. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so I have fat jokes and fat joke comebacks. Hmm. Yeah. So um, the first one here would be. Someone that lobs a fat insult at you, mm -hmm. and then you look them right in the eyes, you go, be extremely careful. I ate the last person that said a fat joke to me. <laughs> and, and that goes with selling it. Yeah. You know, look them right in the face and say, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you lick your lips a little bit. Yeah. Kind of size them up. Yeah. I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, you look like a tasty morsel to me. So uh, then, then uh, another one, someone lobs one at you. Is, uh, yes, I've gained weight. I also have gained more brains. Do you want some? <laughs> you talk like you definitely need some more. Yeah. So that one's pretty good. Or how about they lob a, a fat joke at you and you respond with, you know, I'm this big because I have a personality. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Uh, another one is this right here. You know, a guy comes up, hey, fat kid, why are you so damn fat? And you go, because every time I sleep with your mother, she gives me a cake. Oh. Yes. <laughs> that Good one's one. awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I saw someone do something similar. He was getting mugged, and the mugger says, you know, where's your wallet? And he goes, on your sister's nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want the mugger to kill you, that's probably a good response. But if you if you don't want to die, then you if just you don't want give the mugger wallet, to kill yeah. you, yeah, you give me your wallet. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I would not tempt that one there. If they have a weapon, especially, I would not tempt that one. So. And then another one is someone comes up, eh, fatty. You know, I'm not fat. I'm hot, and everyone knows that things expand when they're hot. Yeah, it's science. 
And then this one I've heard a lot of times, but anyhow, it's like, I can always lose some weight, but you will always be a donkey's ass. Mm-hmm. This one is a fat insult, and I love it. Yeah. You're so fat, not even Dora could explore you. <gasps> Good one. <laughs> Good one. This next one's one of my favorite, though. You eat food so aggressively that your Fitbit thinks you're exercising. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a Fitbit. When I play the drums, it thinks I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, essentially, you are. Drumming is great exercise. All four limbs, your core, you're twisting back and forth. you got to modify your breathing. Yeah, yeah my you heart rate goes up into the 140s. Except for Bunny Carlos, you didn't see any fat drummers. That's true. None. That's Most of them are slender and tall, usually. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for that. We're a weird, really weird bunch. Yeah. yeah and Bunny but, Carlos but was <laughs> kind of a he was kind of a jazz drummer anyhow. He wasn't like really a really fast hard hitter. Mm-hmm. You know. So he wasn't really like a Tommy Lee or a Clefettos. Part of his secret was he was completely ambidextrous. Who, Bunny Carlos? Yeah. Really? Either either arm or either leg. He could he could lead with his left or his right. He played like a left handed or right handed. So Instead of the, if you're playing right-handed, your right side tends to do more of the work. Yeah, that's but true. But since he was ambidextrous, he could he could split the work up between both sides. So that makes a lot of sense. It it actually was less work for him. And that allowed him to eat more. I guess so. And he <laughs> smoked like a chimney too. Yes, he did. Matter of fact, they hate each other. Cheap tricking him. I don't know yeah. what exactly happened. Yeah. I think I read up on one time, but I forgot. Yeah, but yeah I think they he kind of turned into a dick. That's yeah. what I thought. Like. Uh, what was it? He like he lost a gig for him, I think. I could see uh, yellow yeah, that would that would definitely piss him Because he's being off. a dick to the promoter or something. The promoter said, "Fuck you guys. You guys aren't going on now." Cheap he, like, Trick is a really hard working band too. Yeah, they, like, they will take any gig and play anywhere. And they're in the Hall of Fame anywhere. too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they're they're fantastic. I've seen them in concert several times. They're using uh, Rick Nielsen's son as the drummer now, and yeah. he plays a lot he, like Bun. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I love Rick Nielsen and Robin Zander. Mm-hmm. Robin Zander does not get enough credit as a frontman. Yeah, yeah. Rick Nielsen calls him the voice. The voice, yeah. <laughs> and he's right. And Rick Nielsen's guitar is fucking awesome. Yeah. He's so versatile. Yeah. You hear him on, like, Gonna Raise Hell. Then you hear him on The Flame. Yeah. I mean, very versatile. Mm. Fantastic guitarist. Riff master. Really great at writing riffs. Hooks and... And, and yeah, I mean, their songs were so catchy and poppy because he always knew where to go next with the song. Yeah, that's that's a talent. Yeah, it was it really excellent. Is. So, anyhow, and and the the bottom line is nobody gave a fuck whether Bennett Bunny Carlos was up there playing or not. Yeah, he was kind of a gimmick for a bit, but then yeah, yeah then it's became, like we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fat People guy rarely with a mustache. No one gave a fuck about. <laughs> yep. They cared about the, the goofy guitarist that, like, played really well. And then the it, two it, hot guys. Yeah, yeah, and Tom Peterson, <laughs> let's not forget his 18-string 18, uh, 18 bass. He, that, he invented that himself, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. And also, it's used on many prolific songs that people don't realize. They think it's guitar. Mm-hmm. One of the most famous ones is Jeremy. By uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, yeah. And quite simply, the way that guitar works is he wanted octaves instead of bass, so you turn it upside down. And you play it like that. And uh, Stone Gossard mm-hmm. plays it like that. And Stone Gossard, in case people don't realize it, is fantastic. 
He really is a good bass Fantastic player. Fantastic bass player yeah. slash guitar player because he is a guitar player too. Yeah, a lot of bass players can play guitar too, and yeah. vice versa. It's just well, I think they start off on bass and then they get bored and they're like, you know, I want to learn more. So anyhow. So here's another fat joke. You're so fat that your ass has its own zip code. Yeah. yeah I've heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, I have too. You're so fat when you go out to check your letterbox, it measures eight on the Richter scale. <laughs> and where this terminology of a letterbox comes from, I have no idea. Why didn't they say mailbox? I know. So is that English maybe? Probably. And, or like a very old term, because a lot of the really, really older mailboxes, they really are just shaped and sized for letters. No magazines, no ads, no flyers, no nothing. Yeah. So they were strictly for letters, and anything else you would just like drop on the porch floor or something like oh, that. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one is you're so fat that the cops took you in for carrying 50 kilos of crack. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, oh, here's an interesting one. It, it makes me kind of chuckle, but I don't outright laugh. But it makes me chuckle and go, oh, clever. You're so fat that when you fell over, no one was laughing except the ground. Sure was cracking up. Oh. <laughs> now, this one cracks me up here. You're so fat that when you step on the scales, it says, to be continued. Yeah. Or one at a time. <laughs> yeah, one at a time. <laughs> Uh, another one is, uh, you're so fat, you don't need the internet, you're already worldwide. Mm. And that one's kind of meh. Yeah. And then this one I've heard before, but not in a fat joke term. Yeah. Like, you'll get it here when I say, you're so fat that when you went sunbathing at the beach, Greenpeace came along and pushed you back in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one. I have too. And I always love that. That was a good one. It really gets to the point. Yeah. There was some actor that got uh, a modified version of that. They published a picture of him uh, on the beach, and he was he gained a lot of weight, and he was untanned. And uh, they made the crack that he, he seldom goes to the beach because he's at risk for being harpooned. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was that? I can't remember who that they was. They did that about Christy Alley, too. Yeah. Remember when she went away and then come back really big? Yeah, she's she's gone up and down with weight her whole career. Her whole career. Yeah. She lives in Wichita. Did you know that? No, I didn't know yeah. that. She's from Wichita. That's where all the Satanists are. That's what I heard. Yeah, I've heard that too. That there's a, Out there in the pastures. A great big Satanist uh, group out in Wichita. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think so, because that's the Bible building quotations. Yeah. Let's see, there's a big um, but uh, defense contractor there, But it would make sense if you think, too. yeah, Boeing. Uh, but not just Boeing, but um, Boeing is a big contractor, but there's a defense there's somebody contractor else there, there yeah. too, that works in tandem with Boeing. Yeah. Um, oh, well, anyhow. McDonnell Douglas is Could there be. too uh, there's also another one there's like a really big engineering for Black and Beach is a big in engineering yeah. firm that does a lot military uh, Northrop Grumman I, yeah I'm not sure which one's down there yeah. but but if you think about it the Satanists down there would make sense because the rebels mm -hmm. would all be in that yeah they'd be like yeah I'm tired of this God stuff I'm going to go the opposite yeah. way so, and um, in Wichita there's there's no coast there's no shoreline there's no mountains there's, you know, it's it's kind of boring there. <laughs> I've been through it a number of times. I've stayed there a couple of times. 
Not a big fan of Wichita. No, 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 no. Boring. I stayed there on a job one time. Yeah. And that's where I saw a meth head walking across the parking lot of the hotel. I was out there smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. It was a real easy job, so I get ho- I get back to the hotel and I got all this energy because it, we didn't have to really lift anything. It was like yeah. very small, just intricate work. Mm-hmm. And I come back feeling great, not all tired. I'm like, man, I gotta find something to do. And there's nothing to do. Yeah. So I'm sitting at the hotel smoking a cigar, bored out of my mind. And this guy with a cat in a hat hat <laughs> and a striped shirt and pants. Interesting. With a roller chair and a little bitty carry-on bag on top of that roller chair, was walking through the parking lot. I took a picture of me, caught me, he goes, oh, that's against the law to take a picture of someone, uh, code so-and-so, and I'm like... Screw you, dude. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm still going to post it. And then I ran inside real quick because I decided he may have a gun or something. Well, that's true. Yeah. Because uh, anyhow, but he he was like all freaked out because I took his picture. Yeah. So that's Wichita. So anyhow, you're so fat when you went to iron your pants, you have to go out to the driveway. Oh. That yeah. one's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You're so fat when you get dressed up, you have to use a boomerang to put your belt on. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Clever. That's very clever. Yeah. You're so fat that your favorite necklace, your necklace is the food chain. <laughs> That one's cute. Yeah. yeah. You're so fat when you lay down on some memory foam, it immediately forgot everything. <laughs> I like that one, too. Oh, oh, this one is my favorite. Yeah. You're so fat when you got on the scales and said, I need your weight, not your phone number. Oh. <laughs> You're so fat that an origami crane has less phones than you. Think of how many folds an origami crane has. Yeah. See, uh, th- these are a lot more clever and well thought out than all the ones that were hurled at me when I was a little fat oh, kid. Oh, no, 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 no. When I bothered to look these up, I was like, there's like the ones that you hear all the time. Yeah. Then there's the real ones, kind of like the alien insults bits that I'm doing now. Yeah. They're like really odd, kind of real, well thought up of to make you feel a certain way. Yeah. You know? Uh, when you're so fat, you wear a yellow raincoat. People shout out, taxi. Mm. <laughs> this one might be my favorite, actually. <laughs> I forgot about it. You're so fat, the photo I took of you last uh, Christmas is still printing. <laughs> Damn. Yep. go we're the douchebags hmm. oh my god someone took a dump in the corner oh jeez Ugh. glad they're gone let's just hope they don't come back Whew. man that smells <laughs> <laughs>